Today, the Millennial Weight Loss Podcast, we're going to be discussing how to overcome that fuck it feeling. So, if you eat or drink something that you know you shouldn't have, how to make sure that that one bad decision doesn't cascade into a day's worth or a weekend's worth, a week's worth, a month's worth, you get the drift amount of decisions. I'm Pete Weintraub. I'm a permanent weight loss specialist, and you're watching or listening to the Millennial Weight Loss Podcast. Again, the show is for millennials who have 50 or more pounds to lose. You know you need to make a healthy change and you're tired of everyone in your life, your friends, your family, co-workers, maybe your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, judging you for the weight you've gained and for maybe not doing something about it. You're ready to make that change. You just need some direction, some motivation, some inspiration. That's what I'm here for. I personally lost 100 pounds. I've been through what you're going through. And I want to make sure that unlike what the media and all these asshole scientific and research centers predict, we will not become the most overweight generation the world has ever seen. So usually every Thursday we do a mailbag. So really simply to get involved, there's a couple of ways. For starters, you can join our Facebook group. Just go to Facebook on your phone or on your computer, tablet, whatever. Type in Millennial Weight Loss Podcast. You'll see my beautiful mug asked to join. You'll be let in shortly thereafter. Every Wednesday night and Thursday morning, I will ask the group, do you have any questions for this week's mailbag? I will take those questions and I will answer them for you. We've had some great questions this, you know, over the past couple of weeks since we started the show. This week is no exception. But today's topic came to me because of today's question. So today, Marie asked, I'm having trouble keeping on track. I have never been the proper weight. Well, uh, we'll get into that in just a second, but I'm five foot four, two hundred pounds current weight. I have been eating low carb for a while, 14 months. She's lost 20 pounds, so not bad, you know, a little over a pound a month. I can't seem to get away from small rewards or eating at night before bed. So this also ties into what a lot of people struggle with, right? Because we as millennials, and we've, been, we've had instant gratification our whole lives. We've had the internet our whole lives. Amazon has been in existence since we were either in high school or college, and we turn to it. I'm sure you get a lot of stuff um, auto-delivered and shipped to your house on a weekly, monthly basis. I do the same. I know many people who do. If we ever want to be entertained, all these streaming apps, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, you can stream sporting events if you're a sports fan. You can even stream live TV. Now, most channels now have their own app that you can stream things on for either a nominal cost each month or not at all to this point. So obviously, there's a lot going on in our world. And when we give in, we feel this pain in our stomach, right? Because it's, let's face it, if you're watching the show, listening to the show, and if you're new, by the way, please like, subscribe, leave a review. But we are struggling with our weight. And it's not just a physical game. We went over this a little bit yesterday. It's a mental game. When I gained 70, 70 pounds my sophomore year of college, when I was beginning my weight loss journey, my 100-pound weight loss journey, I got crap from friends and family, and not just the ones at home who hadn't seen me in three months because I gained that weight really fast. But when I got back to school then, my friends there started ragging on me. Girls were no longer interested in me. And my confidence for the first time since I'd struggled with childhood obesity waned. And I really doubted myself when I started my journey. And I found it, and this happened quite a bit, because in college especially, or when you first enter the workforce, you either don't have a lot of money, and or you're really busy, and you're going to make poor food choices because it's quick, it's cheap, and it's easy. So you'll get fast food, you'll get pizza, you'll get Chinese takeout, 
you'll drink cheap beer and cheap soda because sometimes it's even cheaper than water, which is kind of fucked up, but that's for a whole other day. So you're going to eat cheaply, but when you start to learn a little bit about health and nutrition and what you should and shouldn't be putting into your body, and you try to make this um, pass, there is a physical craving. Now, and physical addiction. Now, if you're eating a lot of processed refined sugars or grains, those are two foods that are really common in our food supply, whether you think it's in the food or not, and they're incredibly physically addictive. Now, the good thing about physical addiction is it takes anywhere from two to four weeks to overcome a physical addiction, and depending on your dependency, it may be very difficult to overcome, but after about a month, you don't even crave it anymore. Like, you know, like for me, it was Dunkin' Donuts. I go into a Dunkin' Donuts to get coffee, and then I'd see those delicious looking donuts right behind the counter. I'd be like, oh my God, I just want a donut. And I'd often leave with one or two because they're cheap, and that's what I wanted. And they were right there on display. They know exactly what they're doing from an advertising perspective. Even when you walk in and you know you're going to buy something, they always try to upsell you and get you to purchase something else in addition to what you originally went in there for. So it happens to all of us. It could be a night out. The weekend is coming up. This is our last show of the week. And by the way, we may be adding a daily show starting next week. So we might do Monday through Friday. Uh, we'll, we'll see. That's going to happen at the very earliest next week, at the very latest in the next couple of weeks. But getting back, we all have these issues. You go out to dinner with friends, coworkers, family. You go out to a restaurant that has delicious food that is terrible for you. And you know it's terrible for you. And you know every time you go there, you eat something and you even drink something that's terrible for you. And what happens when we start this journey mentally and we decide to give in? We feel like shit about ourselves. And they call it comfort food for a reason. A lot of comfort foods are fried and or they're sugary. Sometimes it's both like things like Zeppelis and a lot of pastries are both fried and sugary. And we call it comfort food because we feel bad about ourselves. We know we're not helping our cause at the moment, but because we're giving in, it's comforting in us because when we eat sugar, especially, it stimulates dopamine release in our brain. That is the pleasure chemical, and it makes us feel at ease. Now, it may only be in the moment, and it may only be for 5-10 minutes, but it makes us feel better about our decision. Then we go home, maybe our stomach's bothering us, or maybe we're reflecting on the night and our poor decisions, and we feel badly about ourselves. So how do we overcome the fuck it feeling, or in Marie's case, how does she stop herself at night? from eating sweets and eating stuff that she knows she shouldn't? Well, there's a couple of things. For starters, like I said, it takes discipline. Give it one month. Say to yourself, I'm going to go one month without eating sweets, without eating sugar, without eating grains. Give it one month. Do not give in. It will be hard at first, especially the first couple of weeks. By the end of that month, I'm going to guarantee you that physical craving is going to go away. Now, that's less than half the battle. The biggest aspect of the battle is the mental game because you are wired to want that stuff because you had always gone to it as a crutch. Now, let's face it. If we're overweight, what was more often than not our drug of choice? It was bad food. It was sugary food. It was grainy food. It was processed food that caused us to accumulate fat and to gain weight. So that was been our crutch for years. Feeling stressed, that's what we turn to. So we need to reverse that a little bit. So when you're feeling bad, and I always say this, if you have time and everyone has time, don't give me that bullshit. I don't care how busy you are. I don't care if you work 80, 90 hours a week. I don't care if you have kids at home. Whatever the case may be, you have time. To exercise. In fact, I have executives and people who literally schedule out their calendars to the minute because 
they're so busy, and they still find ways to exercise. There are things like interval training, Tabata, that only last four minutes, you know, little circuits that you do throughout the day that they can mix in. And guess what? That has just the same effect as if they went to the gym, they worked out for 30 to 60 minutes. So don't give me that BS. But getting back, it's going to take discipline at first get to get over the physical addictions, but then mentally, you'll see as the physical addictions go past, you've got to think to yourself, what in my life is bothering me? What is it? Is it work? Am I stressed because of work? Okay, how can I manage that stress? Maybe take up meditation. Maybe you should exercise more because just like eating sugary, fried, processed foods, exercise releases dopamine in your brain. And when you're fueling your body correctly, the brain fog, the anxiety, the irritability, all of that dissipates. This is scientifically proven stuff. If you fuel your body with the right foods, not only will you look better over time, but you will feel better. And usually within a few days, you'll notice that you'll feel better. Your mood will elevate, you're thinking more clearly, you're more energized, and that's really what matters. And if you couple that with, okay, I'm feeling stressed, I'm going to go exercise. That's a good outlet. That's a really good outlet as opposed to I'm going to eat cookies or donuts or cake because I feel like shit about myself. I'm going to wallow in self-pity. It's the same thing that alcoholics do. They don't like something about their lives. It's the same thing drug addicts do. They don't like something about their lives. They want a temporary escape. And that's not to say that once in a while you can't have a cookie. You can't have a donut. You can't have a cake. Whatever the case may be. But it's important to prioritize yourself and your health first. So, Marie, to answer your question, and in conclusion today, it's important to A, get overcome the physical addiction. Go one month. Set a challenge right now. Starting today, today is Thursday, June 7th. 30 days from now is the next time you're going to eat anything sweet, anything grain-based, anything processed. Remember the sentence. Meats, vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. Memorize it. Apply it to every nutritional situation you encounter. You're going to be fine in that time. And when you overcome your physical addiction, you find that you're still craving that stuff. Not physically. You're not hungry for it. You don't want it in a physical sense, but mentally to alleviate a lot of the pain and the stress that you're under just realize you're going to make it even worse because even though it may help in the moment, it's not going to help you long term. You're going to feel bad about your decision and then you're going to be more likely to cycle out of control. So rather than giving in, then find a new outlet. Exercise is a great outlet, even if it's like a four minute Tabata circuit and find a new outlet. It'll make you realize that you're returning to it for comfort, aka the comfort food, and it'll be better. One last thing, guys. Please, if you're interested in finally losing the weight and getting healthy, you want to download my free report. It details the five strategies that I that I use personally to lose 100 pounds and keep them off. They're the same five strategies I teach my permanent weight loss clients. If you're sick and tired of everyone in your life doubting you and looking down on you for being overweight and you're ready to make that change, all those strategies 100% free and they're going to help you out. And also at the end, if you're interested, it sets you up with instructions as to how to reach out to me in order to lose the weight. So for that, keep watching up. Have a great rest of the week, everybody. Talk to you on Monday.